Before we begin, remember we are not medical professionals or lawyers or the like. We just like to tell people what they should do in their life. Also, we're drinking a lot. So take everything we say with a grain of salt and a lime wedge and a shot of tequila. Yo, 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 and a bucket of Poe. <laughs> what? <laughs> now I'm just imagining like Edgar Allan Poe in a bucket. Uh, yeah, maybe I should have said fa, but I think I wanted the P sound. I was thinking yeah, soup is yeah. what I was really thinking. Got it. Yeah. Got it. But Edgar is it cold Allen, where you are? It's a little are chilly. Yeah, it's a little chilly. Okay. Um, yeah. How are you doing, my best of a bestie? I am doing pretty well, thank you. What are you, ooh, what are you drinking? It's pretty. Isn't it pretty? I'll send you a picture. It is um Oh, oh you poor thing. It's it's <laughs> it's a fake uh, strawberry margarita with peach juice and a tiny bit of salt. Does it have alcohol in it? Yeah, yeah. Then why is it fake? Because it's not really margarita, because it's not vodka or whatever. Tequila? Tequila, yeah, it's not tequila. It's it's like margarita wine or whatever. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. It's very pretty. It is pretty, isn't it? Is it tasty? It is tasty. Good. Good, I'm glad. Oh, what are you drinking? I am drinking... Guanabana. I don't know how you say it. That's what it says on the can. Is guanabana juice? <laughs> I think I looked it up. It's soursop. I've never had soursop before, but um, there is what is the name of that brand? There's a brand that does a lot of um, like I think it's Humex is what it's is the name of the brand. It's a it's. It's like a, I think the company's from Mexico or, but it's from Central America somewhere, I believe. And it's their Guanabana nectar. I found it at the store when I was like going, doing tiki stuff and buying like all sorts of weird juices, mm-hmm. like not weird juices, but like juices I wasn't familiar with to use for, <laughs> um, for tiki drinks. And I had found this can of guanabana i don't think i'm saying it right but it's just really fun to say (laughs) nectar and so it's that with some soda water it's pretty tasty i looked it up it's also known as soursop Mm. which i've heard of before but i've never had Hmm. interesting Mm. non-alcoholic right non-alcoholic i did drink some last week when i was in new york how'd that go i never asked i never broke out in hives okay but all I drank was wine and beer and I didn't mix at all. So like if I had like one day I had one glass of wine, then one day some coworkers were like, let's go out for a drink. So I went out and I had two beers Ooh. and I did feel like it hit me faster than usual. Uh-huh. Well, you haven't been drinking um, for a little bit too. That's so. true too. Mm-hmm. And then the next day I did have two glasses of wine Oh, and I think I did okay. Okay. So COVID's yeah. such a weird disease. It and really so it, is. It makes sense. The vaccine itself is kind of weird too, but yeah, 
It's better than so dying strange. in a hospital, I guess. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So what's new? What's new? What, what are, what's new? What's new? I do have a couple of stories. This I do a, too. I just got into a fight with somebody on, in a road Ooh. rage incident. Almost, <gasps> almost. Ooh. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So I'm driving down my little neighborhood street with my doggy yes. in the back because we're going to go on a nice little nature walk. And then this guy kind of blows through a stop sign and gets in front of me. He's in a big van. And I'm like, okay, whatever. He was maybe, you know, he he had enough space, I guess. And then he stops right in the middle of the road. Like in my lane. He just stops. And so I wait. I'm right behind him. And I wait a second. He doesn't. There's no blinker or anything. And so I'm like, okay. So I start to go around. And then he starts to turn left and to turn into a driveway or something so i stop and then he stops i'm like okay then i go and then he goes like okay (laughs) i stop and then he rolls down his window and says what's your rush he starts yelling at me i'm like what are you doing yeah (laughs) and um yeah so he finally pulls into the driveway and i go on and i'm like wait a minute, I didn't do anything wrong. Because he was stopped in the middle of the street. Without a blinker. Without a blinker. If I knew he was turning left, I would have waited. But no. he just Which people do on my street, because it's a neighborhood street. So people just stop. And then I'm like, okay, I'll just go around you. And there's no big deal. But anyway. Yeah. People. Drivers. So that's my story. That was my anger today. And then I went for a nice little nature walk. So I guess that's okay. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. How about you? Um, man, I can't remember what I told you last time we talked. Did I tell you I got cast in Rock of Ages? I think you sent in a text. I don't think you've actually, we've actually talked about it. I got cast in Rock of Ages. Oh, look at I've that. Got my look script, script right here. I don't know if I get to keep this version or not, but I hope so. I hate, I like keep being able to keep my script when I'm done with the show. Yeah. It does say that you can mark this as needed and you will not get fees for me for marks. Cause usually if you have one, you have to return, you cannot highlight it. You can only use pencil, but this says you can use like markers and, and highlighters, mm. no problem. But then it also says, please, re- re- please return the rented material to here. So I don't know if I get to keep it or not, uh. but um, <laughs> yep. So I got cast with that. I'm playing justice, the strip club owner. Mm. It's one of the, I told them I would accept one of three roles and it's one of the three. Yay. So, oh, look at the power you yeah. have. <laughs> oh, <lovely. laughs> they called me. They called me back for the other two that I said I would accept. Uh-huh. Um, and then they called me and they were very nice on the phone. And they were like, we just realized, like, we were watching your audition and realizing how strong you are and how versatile. And oh, like, my God. Look at that. And they're like, I know. What? And they're like, and I go, I didn't even know you were considering me for the role because you only called me. You didn't even have me read it. And they're like, yeah, I know. But like, we're looking at it, We just realized you'd be a perfect fit. And we've worked with you before. And we know that you listen. And that, and we know that we can push you if we need to. You I was see, like, okay. That is like somebody who's reliable is really like you can get yeah. like the greatest actor of all. If he's not showing up yeah. to, if he's not right. showing up, then they're like, what, what can we do with this? Doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. Uh, like and when I did strong. Annie, you're strong. And, you're a strong yeah. singer and a strong actor. So yeah, 
When I did Annie, the guy that played Daddy Warbucks was still working on lines in the middle of the run. Yes. I've, he he didn't have his, yeah. like, <laughs> it was awful. Was he older? And, um, was he older? Because it seems like old men to have a, have a hard time. Because I remember I mean, he like, was older, but he wasn't, like, old, you know? Like. 50, 60? I don't know. Probably in there, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's when, um, that's when and, the, the guy's heads start going down. Mm. Uh, wait, that sounds it, it, dirtier it, than it meant to. I know what you yeah. meant. <laughs> but yeah, so um, this is these are the directors. I've worked with these directors before. And it's a director and a choreographer. And they're partners. And I've worked with them before. They were the ones that we did 9 to 5 with like three or four oh, years yeah. ago. And, and they asked me as the understudy to the two leads. Mm-hmm. And then having my own role and being in the ensemble. So I had to learn the whole show three different ways. Oof, that's like my nightmare. It, it was <laughs> I a think lot I've of work. had that nightmare before. <laughs> it was a lot of work. And I, I never had to go on for either the roles I understudied or anything. So, yeah. but it was quite a bit of work. <laughs> I was like, it'll be good for me. It's really going to stretch me as an actor. So, <laughs> so I have that. Um, my therapist has ghosted me. Oh no. Yep. Oh. I don't know, man. I hope she's okay. Sounds like she's got a lot I, going on. That's nice of you. I'm like <laughs> I'm like she probably listened to my podcast and I talk about her enough that she's like she's giving away all of my advice for free. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm done. That's not how that works. But okay. <laughs> that speaks to your paranoia, which is why you're seeing a therapist. <laughs> I just like I haven't heard anything and and we have to it's a pain because the way like I use like my insurance works through a secondary platform that helps connect you with mm-hmm. um so we have to like message through that um, but it's like yeah it's I haven't I guess I could just like I think I can go in and schedule a session myself and like just do it. I looking at it right now, it looks like I can do that, but also it's it's been weird. Like But you I mean I you, I connected I with messaged her, right? her the eleventh. Like I did, you're doing yeah. Pretty good with her. And that's that's kind of hard to find. So I'd say try again and say, Hey, I know things have been crazy. Let's schedule this. Okay. It's easy for us to think it's something we did. So just I'm yeah. sure I'm sure she's just bogged down with I think I think yeah something's with her it's not us yeah I need another drink I'll be right back I have another story okay cool oh I do too can you still hear me yes I can I went to New York last week and I saw three shows oh my god I know it was amazing (laughs) I saw company which was so good I really went in blind to that one I didn't know much about it uh, I just knew who was in it. I knew Katrina Link or Link or I don't know how you say her last name was in it. She was amazing. And I knew Patty Lapone was in it. Yes. And this is sacrilegious. I know Pat uh, I think it was the role. It's not Patty herself, but it was like the the least exciting part of the show for me was <laughs> Patty Lapone, like and Ladies Who Lunch. Um, but I think that's just the role and it's not her. She was great. But um God, it was it was so good it was so very good and then i saw a strange loop which was good 
but it was challenging, very challenging. Um, this is also awful for me to say. I was between this, between a strange loop and Chicago, and I kind of think I would have enjoyed Chicago more, but I think a strange loop was more important for me to see. Yeah. Does that make sense? It's a new experience. Yeah. And something new in the zeitgeist. Yeah. It's all over. Everyone is talking about it. It was, it was very good. It just was, um, it was just like challenging content. Mm -hmm. It's all like, I ran into this, this family afterwards. I keep calling it saying challenging and I I don't mean it in a negative way. It just is like, but but I bet this I is the term I've been using. Yeah, I don't think I see okay. that as negative. Challenging is okay. like a positive. Like it was good. Mm. It was good to watch, but it was like made you think. And it wasn't just pure entertainment, which is great um, and and fine. And I ran into this family when I was coming back to my hotel. And they I had my playbill in my hand still, and they had theirs. And they were like, what would you see? And I was like, I saw a strange loop. And they're like, what did you think? And I was like, it was challenging, but it was very good. And they're like, oh, interesting. And I was like, what did you see? And they showed me they were coming from Dear Evan Hansen. Oh, my God. And, and I was just like, very, very different shows. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you probably, and I go, have you seen that before? They're like, this is the fourth time we've seen mm. it. The father, it was the fourth time the father had seen it. Mm. He was like, I cried before it even started. And no. I was just like, don't see it. Don't see a strange loop. Like, I just don't think it, you'd, <laughs> I didn't say that, but all I could think of was like, don't go see it. You, It's not. They're not overlapping audiences very much. <laughs> not if you're like, I love this one so much. I've seen it four times. It's probably not much. Of- <laughs> that might sound snobby, but I know that like we're going, I'm going again next week and my mom's coming and she was like, pick out a show, but don't make it anything depressing. I like, she's like, I was so depressed when I saw um, Les Mis and I was just like, Oh my God. <laughs> and, and I was like, when mom goes to buy tickets for a show, I'm just going to be like, don't get tickets. Make sure you don't get tickets to a strange loop. You will not like it. <laughs> there was a lot of the N word in it. Oh, yeah. And it's an all black cast. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the premise of it was a queer black man writing a musical about a queer black man mm-hmm. writing a musical. Mm-hmm. Like Meta, very meta. Yep. Mm-hmm. Very meta. And it was about his interactions with society in a, in a primarily cis white space and with his family who didn't understand him either. Um, So he didn't have, so he had a lot of people that were understanding and were like having a hard time and, and it was, and then not just, not just that, but then there were like six people that were in it and they also played his inner, inner voices and mm-hmm. his inner neuroses. Um, so like there was like the self doubt, there was this, there was like, I, I like distinctly remember this, like there was one moment where he said like, tomorrow I'm going to start getting or like being healthier. And then the self doubt was like, shut up or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, like no, you're not. And um, so it was. It was very good, but but different than your standard what you envision on a Broadway show. Yeah. and I think that's great. Not, getting yeah. those other voices in there. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I remember um, sitting in on a interview, like doing a, an information 
not about uh, a talk with uh, Sondheim at MSU. And cool. he was talking about one of his first shows, which was, it just left my head. Uh, West Side Story. Yeah, West Side Story. And so everything up to that moment, till West Side Story, it was like Rodgers and Hammerstein and in these very mm -hmm. upbeat musicals. And then we're talking about a death at West Side Story. And the audience was just dead silent to the whole thing. You had no idea what their reaction was actually. And it was, and that's kind of like, that's where Broadway can go are these kind of yeah. non-traditional musicals that, right. that just fly in the face of tradition. Mm-hmm. And then the other show I saw was Islander, which is also non-traditional. It was off-Broadway or off-off-Broadway. I can't remember the rules. <laughs> I still have in my mind that it's literally like distance from Broadway, which is definitely not the case. <laughs> it is, it's dependent on the number of seats in the theater. And I went, my friend recommended this to me and I think I've recommended it to you recently. I can't remember. My friend was like, you need to listen to the soundtrack. It's gorgeous. And it's like this, it's two women it's all it is. And there's like no instrumentation, very minor. It's all acapella. Wow. And, um, and it's super black box. Mm. Like, I mean, it is in the round. There were like 60 seats or something like that. Super small. I'm probably more than 60, but very small. There was no set. There was a trunk on wheels mm -hmm. and then two mic stands and their looping stations. And they were young. They were so young. And um, and it was amazing. Like, and that was also very not what you're expecting from Broadway. Like it was this very stripped down, spare approach. And it's it was so good. Um I seriously, there needs to be limits to heights in this kind of thing. <laughs> I was in the second row dead center and directly ahead of me was this tall ass man that I couldn't see over his head. <sighs> and, and the theater also was half empty because it was the day after they opened and no one had heard about the show yet mm -hmm. really. So, but that was criminal. There need to be more people seeing it. It's so good. And I also was like, can I move? But there's no intermission. So there would have been no time for me to move. But the seat next to me was open. And I like scooted over. And I was like, I'm going to sit here because I can't see. And the lady was like, no problem. I understand. And I was like, if the person that is here that has the seat comes, I'll move back over. She's like, no, it's actually mine. My friend was going to come with me and couldn't come. You're welcome. <laughs> and, and then she was like, I was like, have you, are you familiar with the show? And she's like, yeah, actually I'm friends with the producer. And I saw this in, in Edinburgh. And I was like, you need to talk to them. And and then I was like, yeah, I've been listening to it nonstop. My friend told me about it. She's like, how'd your friend hear about it? I'm like, I have no idea. And at the end, she's like, I can't wait to tell my friend all about sitting next to you <laughs> all the way from Denver. And you had no, like you somehow heard about it all the way out there and came to see it. And I was like, oh, it's so cute. <laughs> so good. Anyway, that's my other story mm. uh, about my New York trip last week. And I've got another one next week. Ooh, fun. Yeah, I leave on Sunday. Is it a business trip? Friday. Is it a business trip? Yeah, or both, yeah. Mm -hmm. both of them were. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so, your mother is just gonna. Yeah. <laughs> it's just gonna go and hang out with you. That'll be fun. Yeah, she's just gonna come for the hotel room and she's gonna go and explore. I have two evenings where I have like work events in the evening, but then I think Monday we're gonna go see a show. 
Wednesday, she really wants to go to the World Trade Center Museum mm-hmm. and and there's a whole it's apparently five hours. There's like a five hour thing you can do and she wants to do that. Oh my god. So we're doing that. Yeah. There you go. And then we're gonna see Beetlejuice on Thursday. And then I come back on Friday. Oh, that'll be fun. Beetlejuice, so, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Fun. So yeah. Yeah. What was your other story? My you other story. Okay. This is a bit of a history to it. So I don't know. F- about five years ago, my mom um, comes to visit me and she brings a necklace, like a, a beautiful necklace that my great grandmother, my namesake wore. And I have like a picture of her wearing it. And it's this beautiful necklace, very old, mm-hmm. obviously. And she, it's something that I was supposed to always inherit, but I hadn't gotten it. And she finally brought it with her. Um, when she came to visit me about five years ago and then she left, of course, cause she has to go home and then I couldn't find it anymore. I couldn't find it anywhere. Oh. Did she accidentally take it with her? <laughs> that was my hope, but I didn't want to freak her out. So I didn't ask her. So I, I just, I've done that. <laughs> cause I'm like, I hope to God I did not lose this <laughs> necklace. And if, like, she, in two days. <laughs> and if she took it with her, then she'll figure it out and then send it back to me, whatever, right? I don't need to open that can of worms. And five years later, <clears throat> I'm going through my uh, personal lady drawer and I find it in there. <laughs> in my single- Did it like snag on something? No. Or- <laughs> I put it in there because I didn't want it with my jewelry box because if someone were to break in they'd go to the yeah. jewelry box and take the only piece of jewelry that has any sort of value and so I hit it apparently thinking I'm bright I hit it <laughs> with my vibrator <laughs> and it took me five years to find it by the way the vibrator, you your vibrator, the, the vibrator gets quite a bit of use I just don't go shoveling around in there apparently <laughs> that is hilarious yes. and so I'm like oh thank god I still have it <laughs> it's right it's next to my vibrator I'll never forget it now <laughs> that is hilarious oh my gosh <laughs> i'm like someone stole it probably the same person who snuck into my house and shat on my floor <laughs> and left a chicken bone Ooh. the other day have you figured that one out yet no i'm guessing it must have been hidden somewhere and the cat found it and pulled it out like it fell in so the weird or somewhere and it was in a corner I don't yeah know. that's so strange <laughs> no it's just this kitten chicken bone sitting on my front porch and like how did it my porch isn't closed i was just gone for like 10 minutes walking the dog like, <laughs> how did that happen oh that's so funny I, yeah god oh i've totally done that my mom's scrapbooks uh, yeah and she made me a scrapbook that was like birth to marriage mm-hmm. and i was like where the fuck is it like she gave it to me i'm certain like we talked about me taking it. I think I brought it and I can't find it. And I was like, I'll find it when I move. Yeah. Did not find it when I moved. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I can't ask her because if I lost it, then I am the world's worst daughter. <laughs> and then, and then I like checked when I, last time I visited, I like went to her shelf <laughs> of 
of 20 scrapbooks and there it was thank god (laughs) right but you had the same thought like don't ask yeah. her you, <laughs> because no because it'll tip it off that you don't know where yeah, it is yeah. you can't do that I'm like i can't <laughs> lose a hundred year old piece of jewelry <laughs> yeah that's hilarious so hilarious. i want my um my namesake jenny the old the very beautiful and elegant 19th century woman to know that her necklace is safe right next to my vibrator <laughs> that's hilarious (laughs) oh Uh, yeah all right um all right yeah on that note do we want to answer some questions (laughs) yeah i think so (laughs) let me go top my drink off okay i'll be right back god that's hilarious Did you fart? Okay, I will go first. Hypothetical scenario. You are working in an office setting and hear your coworker in the next cubicle making racial slurs about your manager while talking on the telephone. How would you handle this matter? Would you excuse me, would you speak with your coworker after the phone was over? Would you feel comfortable going directly to the supervisor? Would you ask any other coworkers if they overheard the conversation? Signed Racist in cubicle land. Um, hypothetically, I would stand stand up from my desk, peer over the cubicle, and just stare at them. Is that what you would do? Yes, that's what I would do. <laughs> that I love just stare that. at them. Oh man, I love would I just phone. go straight to HR? Would I record it on my phone so I could go to HR with it? Even though that might be illegal, I guess, depending on what state you're in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't record somebody if you're in one of those states where you need two-party consent. Um, <laughs> right, don't do that. But... Um... Would you speak up at the time? Would you be like, I'm on a phone work call right now, and that's inappropriate language, and my client can very I am to that age that I probably would. And not, I'm, well, it doesn't really have to associate with age, I should say. But... I, I myself has a, have aged to a point where I would say something. Um, I'm always proud of those younger people who can just say. I know. Just, it took me a while yeah, to get there too. To just say, what the fuck is that? What are you doing? Yeah. I, I've always been very like proud, kind of envious that, that, that younger people can do that. But I would, I would say something. Now, if you're someone who isn't very comfortable saying something, I, I, I would start a rumor. Which I was just gonna say, I wouldn't go to my coworkers and gossip about I it. Would gossip, but and you're like, I would. I would, and I'm like, I'm like, I would complain to HR because they're making a toxic work environment. But I think I also think toxic work environment is a very specific phrase that means very specific things, and you can't just say like I'm uncomfortable, so it's a toxic work environment. But I think racial slurs in the office is, um, is acceptable to go to hr for you could send an email you could send an email to that person and be like i don't appreciate hearing this kind of language in the workplace please stop so then it's documented at least but, but i think he had the they have a black friend so it's okay for them to say that stuff oh yeah yeah, yeah i'm sure that's mm-hmm. what they would say especially about their boss yeah yeah they can since oh god i can't believe like <laughs> sorry <laughs> man i don't know 
it's like if this person especially if this person is not your supervisor like who the fuck cares about them like burn it down yeah burn it down like if it was your supervisor, that would be even trickier. And then I would definitely be like, you need to skip like the level and you need to complain to their man. Complain to your coworker's manager. Yeah. Go to their manager and complain. Like, dude, is this person there? Dude, do you know what's happening in the cubicle next to mine? Who the hell yeah. does that? That's not going to happen in cubicle land. They don't, they don't specifically say that the, that the, their manager is their coworkers manager. They just say about your manager. So like, if that person has another manager, take it up with the other manager. Like you go and complain or you go straight to HR or you go to, if someone's boss, like you go to someone's boss or their boss's boss. Like this is not okay in, in a workplace environment. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's not okay. It's disgusting. It's gross. It's gross. It's gross. And, yes. And I know people can be, they can can, can be um, unaware of the surroundings, even in cubicle land. But don't. It just be aware. Can I ask a question? Yes. What if it is like the N word, but the person saying it is also black? What if they're both of the same race and it's a reclaimed slur? And the letter writer is white and is uncomfortable. That just occurred to me all of a sudden. Well, it's not a racial slur if it's the race that's making this saying it. Right. Right. Like it's it's only defined as a racial slur if a white person's saying it. Right. But like, what if, and and so that, that's the answer to this question. That is not a slur in that way. And you know, you might be uncomfortable with it still. But like that's your issue to deal with then. Mm-hmm. Like if it's if they're the same race and it's a a phrase that they have reclaimed, or this applies also in the LGBTQ community. If it's a, something that used to be a slur that people that straight people would use against them, and they are reclaiming it, yeah. and it makes you uncomfortable, that is your issue to deal with as the person that is mm-hmm. uncomfortable. But if it's another white person using this term like in a derogatory manner then Mm. that is where you take it to well and that's extreme like the n-word is the extreme yeah and people who are like who who might be saying racial racialized stuff are saying hey i'm not saying the n-word what what's so wrong with what i'm saying it's just like they take it up to that right that point and it's they don't realize or they don't accept that what they're saying is or racially colored like is or, or they don't care or or they know it and they're doing it anyway and trying to get a uh-huh. loophole to get out of it which is also not okay so it depends we need more context than really but i'm presume i presumed it was a white person writing in about another white person using a racial slur and in that case mm-hmm. i would be like yeah yeah, stop it. Take it to HR. Take it to bosses. That's not acceptable. But then it occurred to me that if it was just this person feeling uncomfortable because of this term, but it's being used among people of color and it's something that they have reclaimed power over, then that's on you mm-hmm. to figure out. Well, the issue also is, can your clients hear it? So yeah. if if no matter what color that there's a there's a mode of professionalism that if your clients can yeah. hear language that isn't necessarily that isn't appropriate for the workplace then that has to that's be addressed. fair too yeah yeah 
And I know I earlier was like, look over and be like, I'm on the phone with a client and they can hear you. There is nothing here about that. That was just me giving you an excuse to speak up. But if they are regularly on the phone or you're in an open office setting where clients can hear what you're saying. Oh, the things I have heard in cubicle land, the things I have heard. Oh, fights. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's good stuff. It's good stuff in cubicle land. <laughs> it's a terrible place to work, but it's good. Like it's entertaining. It's people watching, people listening, kind of stuff. Really, mine are like so quiet, and there's really not a lot. Like I'm the mo- the loudest person in my office for sure. Yeah. I talk more than anybody else. So I had to learn very early on that I need to listen to like podcasts and books on tape because I am, like I said, I am the loudest and the most talkative, like one of the most talkative there in my office. And I talk while I work. Oh yeah. And it helps me to focus yes. and it helps literally nobody else. Yeah, literally nobody no one else can work with me like You'd that. You annoy the so crap I out of to, me if you were next to me. <laughs> so I listen to yeah. I listen to podcasts and books on tape so I don't bother other people. Mm-hmm. I've heard so many fights of uh, one parent, my coworker who was having fights with her daughter, just so many fights. And just like, do we uh, have to, or with, with her boyfriend, his name, uh, the sound of his name. I'm so, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I don't live hilarious. in cubicle land anymore. Uh, oh, um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's good. Next question. Okay. Do you want another? Do you want another drink yeah. before yeah, the next yeah, yeah. question? Okay. This is this is kind of light stuff. So. I just want to point out that I feel like my comment about and my switching to podcasts and stuff like that is very self aware of me, um, to have done. I also, I was talking. I'm in a stage combat class, and I went to the teacher, and I was like, I need to let you know. I tell this to every director. I go, if you have a note for me. I need you to give it to me specifically. I need you to call out and say, Kim, here is your note. Because if you say it as a general note to the entire cast, like some people are doing this, I will both assume that it's me that is the problem and we'll most likely not fix it. (laughs) So I need very specific pointed feedback when you want to give it to me. And and the teacher was like, Okay, great. And they're like, that's really like self-aware. That's a really good thing to know about yourself so you can communicate it. <laughs> so now I've got a slightly big head because I feel like I've evolved to know things about myself like that and I cannot tell people. You know, it's called growing older, Kimberly. Yeah. It's also, you know, people who grow older and don't understand more they're, about they're, them. They're, so. Right, so, right. I mean, there is another component than just aging. I, sh- yes. I should say there's an active, it's maturity level. Yeah, it's it's maturing. It's actively <laughs> maturing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. My girlfriend and I have been together for four years. She wants to be engaged, as everyone around us is getting engaged. Problem is, I'm not happy. I love her. And she's my best friend, but we have a dead bedroom for about two years. I do not want to go the rest of my life with a dead bedroom. We tried couples counseling and she quit for unknown reasons. She is in counseling. I just don't know what to do. 
Signed, Can't Raise the Dead. I fully missed when I first read this that they were in couples counseling, or they had been, because I was just like, sounds like going, like the perfect opportunity for couples counseling to me. Cheers. And she, yeah. And she, they tried it and she just quit. Uh, probably because she was uncomfortable talking about her issues in this kind of environment and didn't want to be told that she was wrong and needed to fix things. Yeah. Is that, is that too much of me being like I think, diagnosing from afar? I think, I think you might be right. All right. Next question. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, he doesn't want to. Don't marry her. Don't marry her. Not like this. Oh, and we should, Not we unless should, you can fix it. We shouldn't assume gender on this either. Um, yeah, that person said my girlfriend and I have been together, so we can at least say that the other person is a girl. Yeah, yeah, is yeah, the yeah, girl. yeah. You shouldn't. Assume, I don't know about. We shouldn't assume gender on the writer, but um, yes, but don't marry her until unless this gets fixed yes. and has a long track record of being fixed. It's, Just because it looks like it is for for six months doesn't mean that it's time to get married and then it's going to stop as soon as the wedding happens. No, like it's half their relationship. It it's half their relationship. Yeah, that they've had no sex essentially. Is what I'm assuming maybe, the bedroom means. Yes. I've never heard that term yes. before, but I'm pretty sure. I think there is actually like a whole Reddit forum about uh, that, about a dead, calling it a dead bedroom. But um, I mean, maybe she's asexual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> try a different room. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I've heard if you, if you catch her, if she, if she gets caught in the laundry, in the dryer, you can just do your thing. And that is, I don't eat that. Even joke about that. That seems very, that sounds there's very, a, there's rapey. a whole porn thing about that. <laughs> I know there is, people just but, get man. stuck and then they have sex, <laughs> they just get stuck. <laughs> oh, I'm stuck. Also, I can't get out. How do you get stuck <laughs> in the? <laughs> I just made the movement that looks like someone who's stuck in a. In a dryer, I just really enjoyed the hello, 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 hello. She's bobbing her whole body up and down. That's what I'd say if I got stuck in a dryer and somebody's (laughs) turned having sex with me. You'd say hello, 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 hello. hello." (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, well, I'd be Um, at home, and you know, I'm a good hostess, so I'd actually say hello to them. (laughs) I don't know. I think it's ultimatum time. Yeah. I think if she wants to get married, then um, she needs to get some, she needs to get right with Jesus. I don't, she, <laughs> Jesus is all about she the She needs sex. to convert. <laughs> yeah, yep. Um, she, she needs to have, a, what is it? A come to Jesus moment too. I like that line. Yeah. Um, she, she needs to do couples counseling. You need yes. to have a plan. And, and good faith. Yeah, yeah you, good faith effort into couples. Um, Why are we so many like faith in Jesus comments in this right now? <laughs> I like the idea of Jesus being in the bedrooms, like raising Nazareth, raising the dead. <laughs> That's maybe where it's coming from. <laughs> <laughs> uh, By the way, folks, that's the extent of my theological education is <laughs> Jesus raising the dead. Um where were we? I was on a. I was on a. 
You were. You were talking about therapy. therapy. You needed to go to a couple of therapy. Oh, ultimatums. 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 A plan. Because you can create a plan for having sex. Like, you can kind of say, let's do date night. Let's let's do let's do foreplay let's let's it doesn't necessarily it's definitely has to be consensual but you can have a conversation about it and i mean the ultimatum ultimatum isn't that she has sex with you the ultimatum is that you talk about it and try to figure out what's going on yeah yeah because you can't be it's been four years. That's it. Mm-hmm. Two of those, you haven't been happy. Why are you still together? Yeah. You can break up. The, you can break up for any reason because you're not happy and you're not having sex and you need sex in a relationship is a more than valid reason. Yeah. Don't get married just because your friends are getting married. Well, God, I don't. feel like such, I almost, I just wanted to say, if your friends jumped off a cliff, would you too? And I'm like, God damn it. Mom and dad, get out of my mouth. I'm not allowed to say things because um, that's all i could think of when i saw <laughs> if your that friends like, got caught in a dryer would you too I mean, <laughs> yeah. but like just because everyone around you is getting engaged is not a good reason to get engaged yeah, talk about bad pressure oh my gosh yeah i don't like the pressure <laughs> either like, like when i get to 80, 80 years old everyone around me is dying i guess i'll just die like <laughs> like that's no reason right right so i think you need to have a serious conversation ultimatum and potentially break up Mm -hmm. Uh, and therapy i I think kim and i are kind of therapy cheers are kind of on the same page as this is just break up because it doesn't sound happy oh but if you really want to work with this then it's ultimatum time it is and also um even if she's not open to going to couples therapy, I mean, she is going to her own therapy, but, but you can go to therapy oh, by yourself. Yeah, don't forget that. And that person, that can help you help solidify what you want and give you ways to communicate it clearly Beautiful. and help you when you're reacting to however your partner reacts, whatever your emotions are or your feelings around however they perceive it and take it. You will have a safe person to talk to and concept, like contextualize and have that space that you're not getting from your partner. Yeah. And not just one person drunk on a podcast telling you what to do. Yes. By the way, well, one person therapy. drunk and he one gets sober. therapy. Everybody gets therapy. <laughs> Woo! Everybody gets therapy. All right. Last question. Yes. I don't get this. I don't get, you'll have to explain this sign off to me. Oh anyway. my god. <laughs> okay. Um so I've had the same nanny for my 3-year-old since he was just 2 months old. She's been a great nanny and caretaker for him, from reading books to teaching manners to making him independent. The problem started happening since the beginning of this year when I noticed that she's been acting weird. Later, I realized that she had stolen our alcohol and was drunk throughout the entire day. I confronted her. She cried and apologized and begged and whatnot. She told me she has some issues with her husband that she is finding tough to deal with. I told her I would give her one more chance. A week ago, she did it again. We haven't seen her since, so we haven't had a chance to confront her about it. I am pregnant with my second child now, and I was hoping she would be the much-needed support system I would need once I deliver. I am so torn between giving her another chance and firing her. 
Any suggestions would be highly appreciated. Signed, not a Betty Ford daycare. Excellent. Do you want me to explain Was Betty that? Ford, is she an alcoholic? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Is that it? Oh yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. Betty Ford was uh, married to President Ford and she was really the kind of the first celebrity leader to come out as alcoholic. And she had all these Betty Ford centers, which all the oh. celebrities go to. Oh, I think I have of the Betty Ford Center. I guess I just never made that connection. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. I got it. Okay. She's yeah, really perfect. one of the first like White House ladies that says, "Hey, I have an issue. This is what it looks like. Let's Good do something now." Yes, it was. It was really Good for her. incredible. But you know, people make jokes about it now. But um, no, she was Including really, us. she was really a formidable woman. Um, but now it's usually celebrities who are doing like the Betty Ford thing, so we can make fun of them a little bit. We can punch up. Uh, okay. I, I think she has her answer. She can't rely on this person and she needs to find you somebody. You have to fire her. You have to fire her. Yeah. You have to, you fire, have to her. fire her. She's her. taking, she's, t- she, I can't even get the words out. I'm so mad about her. this. You have to, you have to. How is this even a question? Uh, this person is responsible for your, the health uh-huh. and life of your children. What if something happens and she can't drive? Mm-hmm. What if she's not? What if she falls asleep because she's drunk and something happens? Mm-hmm. Like you, can't, this is not okay. Yeah, it's not. In fact, you should. If you got her through an agency, you should report her to the agency so she can't be, do this job anymore. Yeah. She needs to do a different career, and she needs to get help. And but that's not your problem. I can't come to the job drunk as shit, and my job is much less mm-hmm. life and death than this is. Like. I'm yeah. sorry she's having a problem with her husband, mm-hmm. but you don't bring it to work and you don't drink about mm-hmm. it at work mm-hmm. with children. No. I mean, we're drinkers and we wouldn't drink when there's <laughs> children around. But yes. Yeah, no. I mean, we, when we get drunk, we forget words. I mean, yes. uh, no. Wait. That's it. Do you want to get have her get drunk and forget that she's taking care of mm-hmm. your child? Mm-hmm. I can't. Mm-hmm. Am I being too mean to this letter writer where I'm just like, fucking fire her. Yeah. I can't believe you second guessed this. I can't believe you gave her a second chance. I mean, and it would uh, be like licensure. It'd be a call to the licensing agency if there's a licensure 100%. issue. Like, I, no, yes. Absolutely not. It's, this is it. It's right up there with like a doctor or a surgeon mm-hmm. coming in drunk. Mm-hmm. They are going to kill somebody. Mm-hmm. You, your drunk nanny is going to kill somebody. And it could be your child. It could be. Yes. Like, oh no my question. god, There's I no question. And I wouldn't have given is, her a second the, chance. No, mm-hmm. and she's talking about giving her a third chance, really, yep. because she said one day she realized she was drunk, she confronted her, gave her another chance a week later. The woman was already on notice. Mm-hmm. She got drunk again, and now you haven't seen her in a week, and now I, she's like, I'm torn. Should I give her another chance? No, you gave her one, and she didn't deserve it. I know help is hard to find. But it's not at the cost of your children's lives and welfare. So no, I don't know. I don't know if you're a single parent. I don't. None of that matters. I'm sorry if your job your job might not be very helpful for you. You might not be able to go in and be like, I need to take a few days off to figure this out. I I don't know. Like maybe you can't. Maybe that's the issue. Maybe they're just like I have nobody and no choice. And you know what? I'm sorry. 
I don't want to be like, if your job won't work with you on it, you need to find another job because obviously that can be hard too. That's hard too. And I don't want you to not have a job to support your children, but you can't let this person take care of your children anymore. You're right. Right. Uh, you call me. I'll come over. I'll just, I'll take care of them for a little while. I'm really good with babies. I love babies. Look at me, baby. I love the baby. And toddlers are great. We have lots of fun. I do lots of adventurous little, like. She goes on nature walks with her dogs. So what do you think she does with, like, even better with children? Although I do pick fights with strange men in bands. So maybe. I mean, that was justified. That was justified. I'm like, what? I'm walking here. I'm driving here. Oh, my God. I I saw somebody almost got hit by a car the other day. Uh-huh. Like, and it was exactly that. Like, they were crossing this walk, the street on a crossing crosswalk sign. Yeah. Like, it was they. And it doesn't matter. The pedestrian has the right of way anyway, yeah. even if they're jaywalking. Yeah. Okay, and this car turned and then like stopped and then started again. Well, this person was in front of them, and I'm like watching you, like. <laughs> And this woman's like, what the fuck are you doing? And and then she like got out of the way the car went. And I was like looking at her like this wide eye, like, (laughs) holy shit. I I, like looked at her. I'm like, are you okay? And she's like, what the fuck? I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Was this in New York? No, it was here in Denver. (gasps) What? That happens in Denver? Yeah. I actually got annoyed today, right after I got into that fight with the guy in the van, is that I, I was at a light, at a green light, trying to turn left into another street. And the people had the right of way to walk across the street, but they wouldn't. And so I was waiting for them to walk across and they wouldn't walk across so that I could go. I hate that. I hate also when cars are like, are trying to like, give up the right of way and like it's your turn to turn left and then they're wave like yes. like it's their turn to turn left and then they're like waving you i'm like no it's your turn just, just fucking go just, yes you're ma- you're making more of a problem with this confusion of whose turn it is when you're clearly have the right of way and we would be both of us be gone by now if you hadn't stopped to try to wave me on yes just take your turn and then i will take my yes. turn we are an organized society with yes. our rules and laws governing this get your shit together or go back to driving school and figure it out yes i agree completely (laughs) it's one of my biggest but just follow the fucking rules and we can all get along it's a four-way stop it goes in order who got here even like at a two-way stop and then the person who doesn't have a stop stops and you're like just go fucking go anyway i I know right high pitched i just 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 pay attention if you don't have a stop sign then don't stop i mean i've done that every once in a while where i actually thought it was a stop sign but then you go like oh shit and you go yeah yeah yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh-huh. uh i also hate when people come down to like five miles per hour to take a turn yes like where they slow so far down I'm like your base like did you need to stop basically to turn just, take the just fucking, fucking turn, turn. <laughs> my mom the actually my mom i was driving my mom and my mom said something like did you need to stop to make that turn i was like oh that's where i got that from <laughs> bye love you, love you. Bye. bye bye